The JSE is closed because it's five o'clock. So time for the five o'clock shadow with Greg the Digger Davies, the chief trader at Kratos Capital. Greg, the first thing that came out today of any significance from a South African point of view, from a South African corporate point of view, were results from ABSA. Is it ABSA? Is it Barclays Africa? Let's clear that up first of all. It used to be ABSA. What is it now? Yeah, and then we're back to the ABSA branding. And um, yeah, and then, uh, I suppose they wanted to start off with, with, a, with a good set of, set of numbers there. Um, it's your uh, Barclays is now nothing of the past. Okay, uh, I'll, well, it's a good set of numbers. I'm looking at it here. I mean, I'm an ABSA customer, and the only reason I'm an ABSA customer, and I don't want to be disrespectful here, is because I can't be bothered to change the forms, the new people to speak to, the new app, the new everything else. So I stay with ABSA. But I see here revenue grew by three percent to 37.6 billion, which is a chunky number, but 3%, that's pathetic. Inflation is 4.5%. Operating expenses rose by 8%. I mean, you don't have to be a clever person or a chartered accountant to read these numbers and say, this is really pedestrian stuff. It really is. I mean, the market um, gave them a hiding down 3%, 166 rand 16. And this is beginning of a season of now where we're going to have bank interims I think we've got Nedbank tomorrow and the rest to follow. But certainly that didn't put the market onto a good stead. The market itself down half a percent. But as, as we always say, whenever there's a rally, it, it, people come in and, and buy banks. But yeah, this is really poor. They haven't got those co costs under control. The only place where they seem to be getting some traction is up into Africa. People aren't borrowing and you get a sense here on the street that you know the recession is starting to buy. People have got money. They're just not spending it. You know, that new car that you would have gone and borrowed money from Amsterdam to buy, put it off by 18 months, and we'll carry on driving the other one a little bit more carefully. Yeah. So people are already pulling the horns in. Okay, well, speaking about putting it off, while I ask the formulate my next question, you can put off your phone, which is making the irritating noise. You're probably getting messages from people. Uh, revenue grew by 3%, as I said, with these things, but the diluted headline earnings per share for ABSA grew 3%, 5% on a constant currency basis. And I don't know. The banking sector in South Africa worries me a little bit. There are the four big ones, and then there's Capitec waiting in the wings, and then there's Investec, which is a specialist bank. But it's almost as though, I don't know, Greg, is, is this the wrong thing to say? Are we overbanked? It feels like we're a little bit. That space is getting extremely competitive, which is normally a good thing for the consumer. Also, you must remember, Discovery are going to have a banking a product, well, it's certainly a banking, they've got the license and they've got the ability and they've got the customers yeah. to start taking on probably the investics and the RMBs of, of, of this world. So that banking space, I mean, the, the thing about banking in South Africa, is, which is not accepted over anywhere else in the world, is your fees will just go up every year and that's it's not really up for discussion. You get the SMS, the email, Mr. Davies, Mr. Williams, <laughs> your fees from the 1st of January will be X, Y, and Z, and there's no place to sign that you accept or anything. That's just the, that's their business model, and that's what they just price in. But I think in Apsis' case, as you mentioned there, the costs are, st are still quite high. They have had some reshuffles on, on very high management level as well. So you sense from not being involved there, but there's a little bit of unhappiness on, on the Apsis board at the moment. Every single statement that I see from a company like Abso, any JC listed company, when their results come out, every single one 
bar none, has said the word challenging in it. And the prospects in South Africa, according to ABSA, is as follows. In South Africa, growth prospects remain challenging. Why don't they get a thesaurus, these PR people, and come up with something better than challenging? Given subdued business confidence and headwinds to household spending, we forecast real GDP growth of 1.2% per year, etc. In other words, they're saying it's not going to get much better. Yes, I mean the headwinds. I think he's headwinds is another one. Yeah, challenging headwinds, hurdles. Oh God! I mean that, and I suppose that's interesting that they want to lower investors' sort of enthusiasm. Really, saying that you know things are tough out there. If we, if we have another bad six months, it's it's not us; it's the economy, which is you know was not really the way they should they should forecast things. What else happened today, Greg? I mean, that was the main set of results. And as you say, we've got Nedbank tomorrow. I'm going to be speaking tomorrow to the CFO of uh, Nedbank, fine woman, Rasibe. I'm looking forward to that one. I wonder if they've done any better, if there's a little bit of um, you know, market share being taken here and there. We'll find out tomorrow. But what else happened on the JSE today? The overseas market's subdued because it's early August, the last month of holidays, and hot, hot weather. But any features today? Well, yeah. Obviously, we've got a short week here with Thursday being Women's Day, so so I'm not, I don't. We should imagine too many people coming to work on on the Friday. So yeah. the volume here on the JSC, 11 billion. So that was really a feature that that, that yeah. super low volume. Um, you know, normally quite a busy dealing desk here, but we did notice that the phone calls were a little bit less. Managed to sneak out for for coffees and things, not under the normal pressure that that we under on a day to day basis. I think. A lot of um, people making it, making an extra long holiday, going away and taking a, a long weekend or certainly a, a week's break. Um, I mean, all the indices lower. We spoke about banks. That index down 2%. Financials down 1%. The gold's down 1%. Platinum's down 2%. So really nowhere to hide yet. Um, even the, the resource count is lower today. Okay, give us two up and two down, please. Let's give. Let's go the two down. And oh, it's one that we speak about. And people probably think this is the Impala show. But just, it's just yeah. always... Catches the eye, big movements down five percent in Polar, eighteen rand seventy. Obviously, last week they're announcing wow. that restructuring, that letting go of thirteen thousand of their of their staff. You would have thought that that would have brought some buying in, and it did have a rally to about twenty rand, but that seems to be all forgotten about. Um, just before you go on, of- sorry, just before you go on, Greg, sorry to interrupt you, but when thirteen thousand p- workers lose their jobs. The knock-on effect, I mean, it sounds a big number and it is a big number and it's a terrible number because the 13,000 people that lose their jobs probably have three or four dependents. So let's talk 60 to 65,000 people are involved here, which is a modern South African tragedy. Uh, but what about the knock-on effect, the corporate tragedy, which is the banks? And we've been talking about banks. These people can't conduct their business anymore. They're going to get benefits. They're going to get some retrenchment. Fine. But in three months' time, it affects the banks as well and the retailers. Yes, you've got, you've got to imagine, especially credit retailers, these type of things. I mean, Impala is a big listed company, and these type of things make headlines. If they, they're letting this, this amount of people get, a, you know, retrenching, that's over a two-year period. And certainly, you know, in the industrials and the mining, and the smaller companies, this must be a, a trend in South Africa. And we, we have had the unemployment numbers last week, and they, they, they were quite, quite sort of frightening, really. Um, but certainly, you know, it's hard to make a bullish case for for credit retailers and banks, and Capitex and those those kind of micro-lending kind of operations. Okay, so we had the Impala on the downside. That was your first one. I interrupted you. Second one on the downside, please. Yeah, the JSC itself, that, that share price down 6 rand 70, 156 rand 29, down 4%. And it sort of defied gravity for quite a few months. But now, you know, what we're seeing on a day-to-day basis, which is much quieter turnover on the JSC, 
um, starting to maybe affect you know, investors' thinking and uh, some some serious selling pressure on that, on that JSC share price. Okay, and the other ones are on the upside. Let's end this um, this chat on on a positive note, if there is one or two. Yes, let's have a look. I mean, the ones which which are up are, are pretty thin. I'm just trying to look at the most interesting. Steinhoff Retail Africa, that's the, the, the divisions here in South Africa, the Pepco and those businesses. Mm. That was up um, nearly 1% to 16 Rand 53. That one's still, you know, it's having a decent rally, but it's been stuck in that 16 Rand area. Certainly, it will be a buying opportunity if, if we know for certain that Steinhoff, the parent company, won't be having to sell any more Steinhoff shares. That'll be a relief. Um, I see Adcock Ingram up three quarters of a percent to 65 Rand 74. Green Bay Properties also up uh, slightly to to twenty nine. Okay, Greg, a routine sort of day, but some interesting features there. And uh, a short week, as you said. We'll speak again tomorrow. Greg Davies is the chief trader at Kratos Capital, and that was the 5 o'clock shadow.